The Humpty Dance is your chance to do the hump. Do the Humpty Hump. Shut up and sit down. Believe in yourself because you came all the way to here. That means you must have some talent. You must have some potential. Just don't throw it away by just giving up. told you once and I'll tell you again, shut up, legs, I'd love to say that to Matthew Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hapler, and Jake Von Doering as well, but I'd probably get canned from this gig, nevertheless, enjoy the Dialed Podcast. Yes, showing up and participating is important, trying your best is important, but neither deserves a trophy. If you want one of those, go win some. You ate all the waffles? Yes, I did. Could have asked us if we wanted any. Nuh-uh, if I give you the waffles, I won't get any. Link, would you like a waffle? There is no more waffles. I have them all. Why, yes, Red. I think I would like two waffles. You can't, you want two of them? I just, I just don't know why you guys get all the waffles. You guys are being selfish. Hi, and welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I'm Jake Vondering, and I'm here with Lance friggin' Hepler. Lance friggin' Hepler, right back here in studio. Please don't make me talk about triathlon or running today. <laughs> so that's <laughs> it's, it's been so much triathlon. We are definitely it's talking so, about that. So, oh man, dang it! Row, row. Oh. You came to the wrong triathlon <laughs> yeah, podcast. I came to the wrong triathlon. <laughs> oh, that voice you hear right there—that's Mr. Matt Legrand. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? You guys look fan freaking tastic. Fan freaking tastic. Nice. And been, then I think Evan's on his way. I think uh, we just got a little ping. I think so that was the... He just yeah, that's saying. what he said. He's he said he's way. on his way. So he'll so. jump in here when he gets here. So That'll work. He's out saving the world, doing things. <laughs> doing triathlon things, probably. Anyway, um, yeah, let's do a little bit of backpedaling. I'm going to go with Matt first because okay. uh, Matt I'm didn't easy. race. And, yeah. And no. I didn't race. So you and I will be quick and then we'll sure. kick it over to Hep. Uh, I've swam a couple times, just general swimming stuff. I've been biking a lot with the cross-country kids. Which, this sounds like a broken record. This is exactly... I have done like zero real riding. <laughs> I rode 10 miles on Saturday on the mountain bike, like with a pacing a runner. And that was question like, for you. Since the weather's kind of cooled off a little bit, it's still August here. I don't know why it feels it like August, but has the temperature weather. changed your braking on your mountain bike? I've been meaning to ask you that question. I know that that was like a, a it's, it seems like it's not breaking well and huh. I need to get it. I need to have, bring it in. Okay. Bring it's, that in. It's, it's just not something that's just not right about it. And it could be the weather, but I just think it's, off. Yeah, got some ideas. We'll talk later. Okay, cool. Cool. I'm interested in your ideas. All right. Anything else? Um, a lot of cross country. I mean, this is the thick of the season. It's how like, much longer do you have? Well, okay. So we switch down to just varsity here at the end of this week. So this sure. coming Saturday is our last JV race, and so sure. then we go from having 90 kids down to 14. So well, that's it's a, pretty easy. It's bigger. Yeah. And then state meet is November 4th. So you got about a month. Yep. Cool. Yep. I Fun. was, <laughs> my backpedal real quick was not exciting. It was kind of like a rinse and repeat of last week. I had to take a bunch of days off trying to let this injury thing heal up and uh, did get out for a ride with Lance on Saturday. Yes. We did a two and a half hour, like easy mountain or not mountain, but gravel. a gravel bike ride. Yeah. And that felt okay. Still problematic. Didn't feel good yesterday. And then I was telling Lance earlier, like I had this like moment where I was trying to 
just stretch it out a little bit. I feel like an old man walking around with a hitch in my get up and I, it's something's binding up in there. And all of a sudden I had this like pop. I'm like, Oh, I'm like, Oh, wait a second. And it's, I, I liken it to like, you know, when your ears plugged up for like three yeah. days and then it pops and all of a sudden you can hear everything. It's like, I had that little pop in my hip. In your hip. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I think I have a little bit of an impingement going on there that would step stem from this like quad strain that I had. And it's just from me being an idiot. So it was I, just the cobwebs blowing out in your hip. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, I think I'm getting closer <laughs> to finding some sort of resolve here. And I've, I've got some things that I've been doing and I think it might be helping and we'll see. So that was, that was my fun and exciting and very boring week. <laughs> Hepler, you raced your bike. What's up? I did race my bike, but uh, also on top of racing my bike, I did a ton of fantastic rides over the last couple weeks. I know yeah, we have I, missed you. Yeah. I just been out partying. If if you ever get a chance, I know we kind of briefly talked about this, but I did that Thunder Mountain ride again near Bryce National Park. The Mountain, oh. the Mountain Dew drink, right? <laughs> yes. Ma- Thunder. 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 It's, it is very cool. I also did like a road ride again around Bryce National Park and then went to St. George with my buddy Steve and oh, yeah. rode Gooseberry Mesa, which is also a world-famous like mountain bike ride. It's it's is it, Are these hard courses or easy? Uh, no, they are not easy. Like I could handle it? Oh, um, no, no, no. I could not handle it. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, parts of Thunder Mountain has a lot of smooth, flowy stuff, but with exposure. So like you're going to be exposed to going, falling off a mountain. Correct. <laughs> that's not good for me. That's what exposure means. Not when I think of exposure, pants again. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, Oh, Matt's biking naked again. It's that's, that. that's how that goes. All right. But it, it is pretty fun. Gooseberry Mesa is like normal, um, desert type mountain biking on, uh, like slick rock type stuff. Okay. So lots of like ledge hops and difficult, like, there's a trail on Gooseberry no Mesa ch- zero chance. that is, like, fantastic, but it is, it is like, double black diamond difficult. Like, I walked lots of stuff because it was just... Nope. Yeah, I couldn't... <laughs> I either didn't want to go down it or I couldn't... I knew if I went to try to go up it, I would stall out and, like... You also did, like, just, like, a guy's weekend or something, right? Yeah, I went to Lake Powell with a bunch of my uh, college buddies and spent a couple days on a houseboat, not biking at all, just just uh, hanging out in the gorgeous weather and doing some wake surfing behind his wake boat. We just, it was, yeah. That sounds awesome. It was great. I had a good time. Lance so. has had an interesting last three months, maybe? Yeah, Broken ribs and, like, tearing down buildings and oh yeah like i'm i'm still in, are you still tearing I'm in my work boots because i was doing stuff this morning and how's that going he's had like minor back issues that like led up to all this stuff and he's like okay through that but he's doing all this crazy stuff and wake surfing now and I like why your back probably having back problems but i know the, what will help your back problems wakeboarding sledgehammering some stuff <laughs> and demolition biking but he came out demolition the, he's come out the back side of this with he's no fine. back injuries so it's crazy. I'm, I, it's quite surprising that my back has not just folded on me. I fully expected it Did to happen. Did your new rabbit's foot uh, show up? Did Amazon I, send that finally? I don't know. I'm hoping that I can actually train through the winter this year and be fit enough to like actually be competitive next year. But also, is that really important? It's not. <laughs> I realize that. No, but I mean, I, but when you're in that zone, it is. Yeah. Being, when you're in that zone, it's being all Being healthy about. is being happy. For, or as part of being happy for you. Yeah. And that is important. Well, it's like to, for me to take like 10 days off and go out with my buddies <clears throat> right in the middle of cyclocross season, I would not have done that last year. Right. And this year I was like, 
Well, yeah. Let's go. Forget it. I'm, you know, that's why you had was, a blast. It looked. I like, had a blast. For, I'm judging 100 percent from Instagram, which, you know, <laughs> it seems like everyone's having fun, but me. Everyone's having fun. I had someone, someone's at home working. Oh, but I had I had an absolute riot. I had a great time. Rode rode my mountain bike almost every day, just on fun stuff. I rare I took all my bikes with me. I even had a cyclocross bike with me in case I did a race in Utah. Okay. But I three bikes I or didn't. four. I had four. You had gravel. Okay. I had my gravel bike, my gravel road, road bike, mountain. That's yeah. why Brandy didn't go because Lance didn't I have room for. Yeah, I didn't have room for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was like all packing up, and you're like, "Sorry, honey. Sorry, honey. This is I don't have room for you. <laughs> it's it's all taken. I had to choose between you and the gravel bike. <laughs> it wasn't that hard of a choice. It was. Yeah. I'm a dead man. Yeah. She doesn't. She doesn't listen to the podcast. We're fine. <laughs> you're right. Exactly. We're good. But uh, yeah, I I came back in time to do the first uh, cyclocross crusade race um, at Rainier High School. That is normally a race that's later oh. in the year, but there was there was homecoming. Um, yep. It, there was a conflict with homecoming, so this Ho- race homecoming. ended up earlier in the, you know early this year. Uh, cyclocross have, crusade. We have cross country kids, and they're like, "Can we miss by districts race to go to homecoming stuff?" And I'm like, "You're varsity. We." But no, <laughs> I'm sorry. They just, you made a commitment. They don't, they don't care about running at all. Right. <laughs> no, of course not. They don't uh, want to miss their like, homecoming experience in high school. What coaching, what have I done wrong? Okay. Cause clearly it's a lot. You're They're like, not inspiring uh, young minds. We, we want to go to the football game and we have a, a race the next day. That's like up in Seattle. And we're like, Oh, we're, sp- you can't, you can't. <laughs> doesn't work that way. And then way. the dance is like, the, I don't know. Oh, homecoming, can't, man. Can't one of you guys drive all night long? We'll just sleep in the school van. Yeah. They're like, we'll drive ourselves after yeah, We'll drive ourselves exactly after the football game. Teenager would say. They're, yeah. Uh, I may have done that a time or two. Yep. When I was in college, I... I, uh, you. I, I, I There was a few races. There was a few track meets that I did not take the team bus because the snow was good. <laughs> the snow is good and my coach is like hey why aren't you coming on the team bus i'm like i'm gonna drive myself to this meet he's like what why are you driving yourself to the meet and i'm like well the snow's good and i'm going skiing after he's like you can't do that and i'm like i'm not on scholarship yeah <laughs> you want to put me on scholarship i'll quit skiing yeah yeah but i'm not on scholarship yet so i'll drive myself to the meet he was like okay, okay. yeah <laughs> It didn't. I I finally got a partial scholarship, but it didn't. It didn't really. It, how did that affect it, your ski your ski did, season? It also didn't affect because when they said, "Hey, Lance, you're now on partial scholarship, so I don't want you skiing anymore." <coughs> I'm not on full scholarship. <laughs> There's always something. <laughs> There's always something. Okay, sorry. I get back I to get distracted. Yeah, I, I, that was my fault. Distraction. So the first race of the Cyclocross Crusade series start. The Cyclocross Crusade is one of the largest uh, traditionally and more most storied cyclocross um, series in the United States. It rivals some of the big uh, uh, race series in the Northeast of uh, you know, the United States. So it's a it's a really big deal. Um, our team has won the team competition the last two years in a row. Uh, but we had this first race at Rainier High School. It was 87 degrees on race What is going on day. with the weather? I don't know. I don't know. It was... I'm, I'm just like not on wood. the new August, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of loving it. I'm just kind of upset that I'm not biking more because like this is perfect bike weather. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. It, biking's been great. 
Yeah, it's a so late fire season, I guess. Right? Yeah, we do have a fire going on close yeah. by. Uh, regardless, uh, the race did happen. It was not as uh, well attended as we hoped. There were four or five hundred racers. There's usually like more than a thousand, right? There's usually in the thousands. Or, well, or more than well, in its heydays, it was in its thousands, and like correct. recently, it's been more of like thousand. Yes, <laughs> right. Yeah. That's correct. And so, uh, but still, it was a great race. A lot of people showed up, had a great time. Why would you suspect that not that many people showed up to that race? Is it because it was forty minutes north of Portland and correct. Washington? Yes, people just don't like to cross the bridge. That's correct. Mm-hmm. And traditionally, this race starts at Alpenrose Dairy. Uh huh. Mm which we have lost. The dairy has been sold, and sure. the velodrome that is there is no longer a thing. It has been torn down or is in the process of being put, put, torn down. I yeah. cannot So it's it. like new location. New location, and usually the first race in the marks. series is, is a USAC race where you can get points, Okay, um, so which would attract people regionally that are trying to get um, yep. call-up points for nationals. This was not that. Plus, it wasn't right in town. Uh yeah, and plus, you, cyclocross has waned a little bit yeah, in the pandemic, sure. just like all racing has. All bike racing has waned during mm-hmm. the pandemic a little Except bit. Except for gravel. Except for gravel. That's a good point. But yeah, no, I mean, yeah. there could be some like gravel race somewhere. Do you think a lot of people maybe did jump into the gravel scene in this time of year? They're just like, eh, kind of tired. That's possible. That's possible. Yeah. Um. If I think about teammates that have normally raced and no, uh, no, we still have the, like the same people that are showing up. I can think of a couple people, but there's a few that are injured. There's a yep. few that are maybe just taking a season off because of like getting beaten, battered and bruised from Correct. other things. And they just don't want to yeah. put their bodies through that right now. So it was exciting for me because I didn't get to do a single cross crusade race last year. I broke myself before the cross crusade series started. Uh, so it was exciting to go. I raced in the 50-plus field. There were 50 people in the 50-plus field. Normally, it's a field of 100. Sure. But there was 50 people in it, and I think I placed a whopping 17th. Did you have fun? I had a blast. Yeah, that's all that matters. I had a great time. So I, I no complaints. The course was very hard but super dry, almost a two-mile lap. Which was quite. When you say long. super hard, are we talking about like difficulty, or we're we talking about like hard packed? Uh, hard packed. Okay. And uh, roughly 250 feet of climbing per lap. So like wow. my my 40 minute race had 12, 1300 feet of climbing. Oh my gosh! Well, you're, a good, yeah. you're a climber. Nope. Yeah, I got the climber's body on this. You're on it. You nailed it. I wasn't there, but I think I saw a video with some uphill barriers. Yes, there were the only set of barriers were uphill, so not not hoppable not ideal <laughs> you are getting off your bike <laughs> yes you are getting off your bike i'm guessing nobody even attempted i don't think so yeah. no it was all what happened i was, was gonna say paul would have probably and they were they were big and close too so oh, it like, wasn't even like an option <clears throat> but yeah great time tons of people there had all their team tents up lots of team tents it was it was exciting to be there some teammates did well in race why well, it was just it was fun to be there cool so that was that was it. So yeah, now I uh, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Hey Matt, our intro and your back pedal, my back pedal, four minutes. <laughs> Lances, eleven hey, minutes. I got more. I got more <laughs> race rides. We're just getting started. We're just getting warmed up. We're just getting warmed up. We're just getting warmed up. What else you got, Hepper? I saw a moose on a ride. 
Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Okay. I, I've, I've done this, like gone on a long run and like run into like a herd of moose and I'm like, holy crap. So I'm just this kid from Alabama, right? First of all, we didn't believe mooses exist. <laughs> There's no mooses. And moose eye, I think people say. You know, that's proper pronunciation. But, but here's the thing. They are effing massive. I was I in some of them. Maybe this was like Northern Arizona where I was, where I remember like being like, Oh my gosh, they're, I just thought that they were like the size of deer. Uh, no, they're not. Uh, they're no. like three times the size of deer. They're, they're bigger it's than like elk. Giraffe had a baby with like a, I don't know, like a cow or something. I with don't know. A, they're just huge. With a satellite antenna yeah. on its yeah, head. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. That must no. have been scary. I was in Powder Mountain, Utah, near Ogden, Utah, and we were, we were riding mountain bikes, and all of a sudden, a moose ran across the field, like, right next to us. You could hear it. I think it was in the rut, because it was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. it was huffing. Huh. <laughs> the moose was huffing. We heard it before we saw it, which is uh, also scary. So Crazy. I think I would be scared. I, I, was, I was scared when I saw, like, a pack of them or whatever. Yeah, that's that just, pretty rare to see more than one together. You sure they weren't elk? They're Do you even know elk. the difference between an elk and a moose? They're the same, actually. <laughs> if you're from Alabama, it's all the, it's all the same. same. It's all the same. It might have been elk, actually. What's the wildlife situation in Alabama? It's armadillos. Yeah, no, that's, that's Texas. That's, well, <laughs> that's Oklahoma. And yeah, Texas. we probably have them as well. Some some spots. Um, I did this race called the Roadkill Road Run one time. I think that was in Tennessee. I'm not sure, but it was like the award that you get for winning the race is a an armadillo upside down, like just dead. <laughs> it's awesome. It's like my favorite <laughs> award that I trophy. have. Uh, but yeah, we have, um, l- like people don't believe me when I say this, we have uh, wild mountain goats where I um, used to run oh, in the mountains, really? northern, northern Alabama mountains. It's basically like the end of the Appalachian mountain area yeah. or whatever. And they stink. Like you can smell them before you see them. <laughs> they, you smell them for miles. It's crazy. Um, A herd of moose? Moose. Heard of it's moose. just moose. moose. Mm-hmm. Look at the moose. Not moose the eye. Moose eye. It's like deer. Mises. Yeah. So there are herds of moose, or is there? Not, is that does that not exist? No, it exists. So if you, Lance, see, I, I mean, you should trust the guy from Alabama who knows all about moose, moose eye. You know the moose eye. <laughs> oh, <this> podcast. People <laughs> came here for the <laughs> right, what is the right knowledge. I'm glad you're okay. That the moose didn't kill you. Didn't kill me. Oh man, I'm scared of all that stuff. Eh. Nature. Nature scares me. I, I saw a herd of elk in Bryce National Park, too, but they, they were far enough away that I felt safe-ish. Okay. I think those things are pretty scared of you. They're they're kind the of fidgety. Elk. Yeah. Not they're the moose, man. They f- they'll freaking take you out. Yeah. Yeah. It, Isn't it? Okay, so there's a law in, like, Alaska somewhere, and it's like, you're not allowed to spit when there's a moose around. Like, that's like a law. <laughs> like, this is like what you read about, like, weird laws across the United States. Like, this is one of them. And I think it's because, like, they get angry or something. I don't know. Right. I feel like I need to look this up. It's podcast material. I don't know. All right. That's enough backpedaling for me. Do you, Or do you want to hear more stories? Or should we talk more biking? about moose and spitting? <laughs> as long as it's not triathlon, let's talk about oh, it. Oh, <laughs> we do need to talk about triathlon. Oh, crap. What do you want to do, Jake? We could have... We, I don't know. We could, we could do no, news. Well, is there any race news? Oh yeah, some good race news. I mean, no, no, nothing happened already. Champ Bailey, top five. Champ Bailey, is he in here? Yeah, is he around? Don't lead out news today with Champ, Champ Bailey is back. The biggest <laughs> thing. Where you been, Champ? 
back in house. I've been moosing. <laughs> Moose something. The biggest thing that happened. Moose talk. This has been Moose Talk. We missed my rock talk. I had all sorts of things to talk about oh, with rocks. I actually do want to hear. Did no, you have? No. Did, you, did you collect anything good? I I got a bunch of agates from Gooseberry Mesa. I did. Is that your? What's your best rock that you snagged? Are you? Is there one like, that you're like, like pretty like pumped clear, about? It's like a white clear agate. agate. Like you can clearly see through. Oh, really? It. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna have to see that one sometime. I did a. I did a. <laughs> I did a two and a half hour mountain bike ride on Gooseberry Mesa where my moving time was two and a half hours. But my last time was six hours. Well, that's a long day. Did you have enough water and stuff? No. <laughs> you were thirsty at the end. Because I was with my buddy who I, I was waiting for. So I'd, I'd, I'd ride over something difficult and find like like a, a an area of all these cool rocks. And then I just stop and was like looking for rocks the whole time. If you look at my Strava, there's a picture. Or there's a video of me where I got back from my ride. I had like a full pocket of rocks They're why like, is everybody calling me please stop talking about rocks <laughs> so you didn't have like a you need a backpack or something i should have had i, I should have had a backpack instead i Especially had a pocket, for six hours you should have like a pocket a camel. full of rocks and a, and a bunch of chunks of petrified wood okay wait weren't we talking rock about talk. okay rock talk i love rock talk all right, we were talking about any news. Okay, yeah. Any news. The biggest thing that happened in the world of cycling is Felipe Ghana broke the hour record. We're not going to talk about triathlon? The biggest Ooh, thing? Uh, nothing okay. happened. All right, go. <laughs> hour record. Tell me about it. Okay, Felipe Ghana, was he in, where was he? In Italy somewhere? Sure. I think it was in Italy. Ineos uh, actually um, like sponsored the whole thing, so they were legit. And in an hour, he rode... 35.3 miles in one hour. He averaged over 35 miles an hour. That's so ridiculous. For an hour. For an hour. Tell me about this bicycle he was on. Apparently, um, Ineos had a custom-built bike that was 3D printed that cost roughly $50,000 to make. He had a 3D printed bike. I wanted, does it have specs on it? What was I don't what know. was the group set that he was running? I mean, no idea. I don't know any of the specs for oh, any. Of let me see Evan if I can we'll look know. that up. We need so. Evan here. We need Evan to show up right now and wear maybe like a swim bike run shirt so we can talk about triathlon. Oh, I've been, I've been here the whole time. I just I'm he's just here. Quiet over here. I was just eating. I, thought, I was just eating my Caesar's chicken I, Caesar wrap over here. I thought here. we were going to get through this without talking about running or triathlon. That, is that your chances of that of happening are over? So I we're so just going to Kona recap here. for the next 20 minutes right no. now I can eat. <laughs> well, <laughs> did either of you actually watch the Kona recap? They both did. They were glued to the really? They watched better than we did. Did you did Actually, you I, I, had, I had the women's race up for a little while because yeah. I was home and like I just flicked it on while I was yeah. doing other stuff. Because there's but nothing Saturday better than to watch an Ironman. I mean, it's the most engaging eight hours. It's the <laughs> worst frigging spectator sport oh, there yeah, is. It is so it's, bad. It's, the it's, only the only thing that can make it worse is if they spread it out and did it in two days instead of one, <laughs> yes. which, which they did. Days, which they did. There's like, yeah. there's like ninety seconds of drama in a in a triathlon, yeah. and it happens when somebody gets passed or somebody crosses the finish line. That's about it. So anyway, yeah, I don't get me started on. But the men's race was oh, exciting. I, I thought both races were great. Yes. Okay, before we the get to the, the, the men's race, was great the men's race was more exciting. Evan. Yeah. 
Eat your chicken Caesar wrap. Okay. We into, uh, <laughs> into the microphone. Into the microphone. Whatever is going to make Jake. Are you cat. talking? I just watched the entire. Easy. Speaking of maybe the only more boring thing than Iron Man, I did watch Ghana's hour record table. I, I did watch a minute of it. I it was so engaging. I was able to do an entire hour long coaching call during it, and I don't feel like I missed much because <laughs> at the hour, anything. guess what? He was still riding his bicycle. He was still <laughs> going. Yeah, fast. that's the thing. Those hour records are boring to watch, but. They're, but they're I amazing. I still watch them. Yeah. It's amazing. It's just. Felipe Gana said, I'm never doing that again. Afterwards. Yeah. Does he anybody ever get to the end of that? Like, man, no, I think I'm going to give it a shot. I think I feel good. <laughs> that was so much fun. I'm going to go again. He looked the best of anybody I've ever seen finishing it, though, which is a very low bar. Like, I mean, that's okay, like, well, he that was still means capable of Evan, riding his bicycle. That means you've watched other hour records. I I've have. never watched like have. five seconds I've watched, of an hour I've record. actually watched I've each of them for the last like four or five years. Yeah. Remember the Lionel yes. Sanders did one? Yeah, Lionel he did great. great. I know, but then you get to see Felipe, and you're like, oh, that's what like the oh. best ever looks like. Yeah. I mean, he beat Chris Boardman's and let, Superman. If record. you know this, don't say anything. But any guesses as to how big of a chain ring he ran? Oh, oh I do know this. Sixty-two. More. Nope. More than sixty-two. Sixty-four. Sixty-four. Wow. Sixty-four tooth. What? I thought it was a sixty-six. It says right it here says with a sixty-four tooth. What was his back? What was it? It was fourteen. I thought he was doing. Oh, he was riding 64, a 66-14. 14. because it's because if you do the fourteen, it's the chain is straight. Right. It's okay. not down all the way on like the ten or on the eleven. If you do, the did 14, we have any numbers straight. on his wattage? Was he riding uh, a power meter? Was there no power meter? I mean, obviously, they don't have, maybe he's not looking at his power meter well, during that. They I can know. put that rear one wherever they want it because yeah. it's just yeah. the one gear. True, yeah. that's true. Yeah, and he had the sixty-four fourteen because it combo. had to be like high fours, almost five hundred for the. I mean, he, he was probably like forty-four ninety because I think four sixty sure. was what Wigo did. I think and God had had to have been more. That's crazy, which is just bonkers. Yeah, that's so uh, fast. That's, that's the different size athletes. Thirty-five miles an hour. It's crazy. 35.33. I don't leave that's out that point three. I'm not going to because 35. that's, that's more impressive miles than 35. An hour. That's insane. That's insane. I, I, I like of all the records in the world, Kipchoge's marathon record is one yeah. that just like mind boggles me. And then this one is, I mean, they're like one, two to me. I do a full sprint. And if I <laughs> crack 32 miles an hour, I'm super happy. Yeah. Oh, but wait, let me just hold 35 miles an hour for an hour. That wattage in the aero tuck. Because, I mean, like, wait, like, I mean, Lance has written, like, in that aggressive of an aero tuck, your your watts are going to be like 20, 30, 40 watts less just because it's not a comfortable position. You're just trying not to crash. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, okay, just That's the other thing is, like, you're going so fast around that track, it's got to be awkward. A 35 mile an hour crash is a very, very serious crash. Well, That's a fast crash. It does have to be awkward. You have to know how to ride a velodrome. Yeah, exactly. There is, there is technique and a and a a way to ride a velodrome I mean, so that you go fast. You got to stay on the line. And I think it's one of those weird things where it's like when you're going 30 plus, it's nice to go straight. Those turns, man. Yeah, but they're they say banked. he's pulling two. It's G's. all banked. He's yeah. pulling two G's each turn. I mean, I guess you get used to it. It's just... I don't ooh, think my I'm, neck... I mean, let alone the actual watt requirements. I'm not sure if my neck could take an hour of two Gs every eight seconds. All right, I'm moving on. Okay. Like, do you have anything else? No, any, I, I'm just kind of reading through. It's talking about his clothing and his shoes and his helmet and all that other fun stuff, but they're not giving any specs on what his uh, wattage numbers were. We also had uh, the last uh, monument of the season, Il Lombardia. Um, okay. happened uh, big lots of people's last race but uh, big surprise guess who won Il Lombardia Pogaccia yep. out sprinted yep. 
Enrique Moss. So Pogaccia and Enrique Moss got away from everybody, and uh, Pogaccia just out sprinted him. So kind of the two. Do you think it's weird? Do you think it's guys? weird that he's still in good shape at this time of year? I don't know. I mean, he took some time yeah, off a yeah. little bit. He was like his girlfriend races bikes, yep. and he was following her around, and um, you know. I, I don't. I don't know if that it's that weird. I mean, that's what those guys do. They're, he's paid five million bucks a year to be a bike racer. He's worth it. Yeah, you better be fast. So, yeah, especially if you're you're the event promoter, and like if it's at the very end of the season, all of a sudden you don't have any of the big names, and if not the biggest name, right. that would kind of suck too. So I don't know if there's any kind of a contractual agreement to be there. Enrique Moss also pretty fit towards yep. the end of this year. Yeah, he's had yeah. a really good finish. He's had a good season. If he can hold it together. Not get injured because he's been up and down in the past. Yeah. He's kind of a tumultuous character. He's also been. What he, team does he, he ride for? For Movie Star. Movie Star with oh, Valverde, yeah, yeah. who is, is now good. retired. Yeah. So Valverde he is now retired. Movie Star, in my opinion. So now he's going to be the guy at Movie yeah. Star well, and yeah. like the great Spanish hope because he's in sure. like now the last. Well, I guess Ayuso, I think he's Spanish. I think there's a few others. but Yeah, but he's the guy. He's now, like the guy yeah. for Spain. Yeah. So that could be interesting. Where is. Um, Dumb question. I can't believe that. Don't know this. Where's Miguel? Uh, where's Superman right now? Super. Miguel, uh, Miguel and uh, and Hal Lopez. Oh, I just saw that. I don't know. Okay, I need uh, to find out where he because I know that. And anybody who's been watching the Netflix documentary, do you guys watch the least uh, the least expected day, the movie star documentary? Oh, that, that was, was on that was from like four years ago. Uh, they they had a new season of this last year. This is their third season. Um, but it's a really cool documentary. It's all in Spanish, so you do have to watch the subtitles. Miguel Anjal Lopez did do the uh, Gravel Worlds. He was on really? the Gravel Worlds. We'll get to that. He's crazy fit. But, it, it but doesn't he's also... Say. He's from Colombia, though. Yeah, but yeah. he's a, he's a, but but he was on Movie Star previously, oh, yeah. so I'm just wondering if where where he's at right now. Because he was really supposed to be, like, Movie Star's, like, I mean, it was him and Enrique, and they were saying Miguel Anjal Lopez was the better cyclist between the two at that yeah. time. I think that's changed. I'm pretty sure Enrique is stronger than he is now, but interesting. So yes, um, gravel. The gravel worlds happened. Speaking of which, speaking of which, um, kind of crazy. Um, so this was held in Italy. Um, none of the U.S. top ten gravel pros went to it. It is not. It was not really. It was not really... Would you say it wasn't well attended or It wasn't what? well attended by Americans. The American gravel scene is very different than the World. European yeah. gravel scene. It's still... It's, it's still like... Their like own thing. It's still like developing. Okay, so Europe has like Strada Bianchi and, you know, they, they have other gravel type races. It's more of a technical road ride than it is a gravel Correct. race. Yeah. Yes. And so the UCI put on their own thing and what do you know? A ton of people... Sh a ton of... Pros. World Tour yep. pros showed up because it's still a rainbow jersey, and that attracted people. We had some Americans there, but I didn't recognize a single name that went from the Americans. But the top nine people were all World Tour pros. I'm kind of surprised, like, there's not, like, a cyclocross, like, you know, a mix of people engines. that would, would so come into that. I think it's a little bit different. Engines. Yeah, but the... It is. It's different engines. Yeah. It's different bike handling. But, but you would at think that the those same guys time, would want to jump in. It's not like they're not yeah. in shape right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, that's what the world wow, and MVP came from. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. The the winner, um, Gianni Vermeesh, 
Belgian. Oh, yeah. He is, oh. yeah, he, he won, and he actually has cyclocross background. He does, And yeah. he never really, he never won a cyclocross world championship because he was doing cyclocross the same time that uh, Wout and uh, yep. Vanderpool uh, that's were where, doing. That's where I recognize his name. Oh, yeah. he, he was, like, always kind of in those chase groups. Correct. But, I mean, I, it was always a chase group because it's just going to be wound up. Yes. So, Vermeesh wins. He won by dropping Daniel Oss. Um, Daniel Oss, another big world tour name. Big, and uh, God, Daniel Oss would be so good at gravel. Right? That guy's engine was well, just yeah, right. All and day. they're just on bigger tires. They just just don't crash in the gravel. Is yeah. basically what they were trying to do. The course it was long, and they were still averaging like fifty kilometers an oh, hour. Of course they are, man. These guys are insane. They're These, just yeah. ripping it. Anybody but, who wants to sit there and be like, I don't know, I think the gravel's a really specific skill set. I'm like, I'm pretty sure they possess that very specific skill set yeah. still. Yeah. These guys grew up racing stuff like that. I'm Third sure. place was Matthew Vanderpool, who outsprinted Greg Van Avermaet. Yeah, God, was it was all stat. these world tour guys. <laughs> this is why the Americans didn't come, is because I mean we all yeah. love like Dylan Johnson. But I'm sure Dylan Johnson looked at that start list and he's like, no, that's I'll, okay. Yeah, that's, I'll just yeah. prep for the last. Like I, big sugar I, gravel. I, the I last don't want to get fiftieth. <laughs> well, and, and what kind and, of a payout was that? I have no idea. You know, these guys that are doing the lifetime things. Yeah, the guys who are doing lifetime things, it is there was no incentive to go all the way to Italy to do a gravel race yeah. when the big sugar gravel happens in, in like next week or the week sure. after. It's so the last race in the lifetime Grand Prix fitness, yeah, that you're, and they weren't going to win. Looking at that start list, I'd be like, no, there's no way I'm going to be competitive with Greg Van Avermaet and guys like that. Magnus Court. Um, he he was there. There's another. <laughs> who, who he, had, he had the yellow jersey at the at yep. the Tour de France for a couple of days. Most aggressive was, rider for like five five straight days. I think. I mean, yeah, it attracted Dude, a bunch. I think of Evan's point was is spot on. Like those guys know how to ride all kinds of surfaces. They're their bike handling skills. It's I mean, it's not triathlon level, but it's pretty good. There were a lot of people questioning though the the technicality of the technical the technical aspect of the uh, world championship route course whatever you want to call right. it versus like what some of the more traditional races are here in the United States because there there was a lot of road sections it was road sections with gravel and single track sections some of the single track stuff was friggin' cool. They, yeah. Well, and even think to like Lachlan. I mean, somebody like Lachlan who is and none known, of those guys went. No, known as an elite single track rider. Yeah. I think yeah. in the world. I mean, he still came from. I mean, road for a long time. It's yeah. just yeah. those are the, those guys all grew up do, doing that stuff. Just the money's on the I road, so he's they just gonna, go there. He's just gonna do adventure stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's Lachlan's, gonna be his thing. Lachlan's smart. He would look at that start list and be like, "I've raced these guys on the world tour. I know yeah. I have no business riding with so, them." <clears throat> My question, though, is, and I didn't get a chance to see the course, and I was just kind of reading some stuff after the fact. If you take that course that they used and you hold that up against any of the, like, say, top five attended you know, races that are considered full gravel here, like Some we'll just say Unbound or whatever, how do those match up? Is it going to be a difference maker, or are those guys still going to go out there and crush? Um, well, I, I mean, if these, you've got, like, these... a Vanderpool or if you've got, like, a – if they showed up at Unbound, they I'm, would they would I'm, crush. I'm they not going to ever bet against Matthew Vanderpool. Yeah. If it's on two wheels, that man's yeah. going to. He's got everybody. the chops though to race yeah. all disciplines because he was also cyclocross. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of those guys came up racing off road and only yeah. started racing on a road bike Especially because they Belgian were trying guys. to get fit. Exactly. Well, and those Belgian guys think about it, even if they were quote unquote on the road. I mean, if if you grew up riding cobbles, gravel would be like 
Easy. Oh, so oh, like, oh, yeah, it would be like a break from that. You'd be yeah. like, oh, this is a smooth road. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's a good question. I mean, like Unbound, I, okay, that's a little bit of a unique race because it's 200 friggin' miles long. It's yeah. long it's for those long. guys. But and they do that kind of stuff. They, I mean, like, what's the, what was the longest tour day? It wasn't 200 miles. It wasn't 200, miles. but it was, but like, it was like, like 140 or something like that, 140 miles. Right, yes. and that's in the middle of a three-week thing, and this yeah. is like a one-day 200. So I one think that'd be okay. 200. The thing with but like Unbound. Those guys' volume is more than anybody. I mean, like, yeah. just pure volume on the bike is insane. But, so. like, this year at Unbound, like, it, it poured rain in the last hour and a half, and that changed course um, conditions terribly. Mm. Yeah. Like, guys were running some of the sections because they were unrideable. This is where like, the Italians would be terrible, but the Belgians would win. Right. The Belgians would, well, if it rained It was every a Belgian Belgian. who won yeah. um, Unbound this well, year. Yeah. Here's another question for you. Do you think a lot the of those guys, weather. if they didn't have Big Sugar or whatever that's called coming up, do you think they would have gone to try and do that? Or do you think that they're looking at it as like, a, no, you guys are kind of screwing up our scene. We don't really want to be doing anything that's yes. UCI related. I think it's that. Yeah. I, I don't think... I. I I think there's a big feeling like we don't want the UCI to screw with gravel. And I mean, really the epicenter of gravel is the United States right now. And like in Europe and the UCI is like trying to jump on that. And so, okay, this, this was a, this was a big thing that they pulled off this, this world championships and they pulled all these big names who showed up at it. I didn't expect all these big names to show up at it. And all these people showed up, but Here's what um, I think they need to do. UCI needs to do something like this, similar quality, very good field. They could call it Worlds, whatever. If they did that in the U.S., I think that would be like, it would yeah. be like, hey, we're gonna go go play in your playground, right? And we're gonna, and I think that would be very interesting because there'd be so much pressure on all those r- like riders, like they're racing here, they they're doing lifetime tour, whatever it is. This is in your backyard. This is a big race, and you're not even showing up. I wonder if, I mean, I'm sure they're paying attention to how oh, yeah. popular these races have been exactly. in the United States. Yep. And how many people the, are paying attention to The UCI is going to gonna move into this. They're, yeah. they're going to. They are. Yeah. It's so the matter. question is, when they move in, will they improve it, or will they mess it up? And we don't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see them try and partner up with these guys somehow, some way. You know, just at least like invite them to the table to have that discussion and give them some autonomy to the... Like, yeah. Like help shape or guide how the the, the events will look. I and think feel. they're going to pretend to do that. I think, I think this we, really want your, we really want yeah. your input. Telling you about your sock but length. Gravel, <laughs> but North North American Gravel's done an awesome job at bringing in put the pros aside, just bringing in people that oh, just yeah. want want. So I hope that UCI does not touch that. I hope that that stays there. But but and this might just be my coming from the triathlon world. If you're a pro. And you like, I don't know, I kind of roll my eyes at the whole, like, oh, we don't want the UCI coming in and ruining this. No, you don't want the competition level to go through the roof to where you're not winning now. So that's where, Maybe. I mean, this is, no, because I see this from the U.S. triathletes. Everyone's probably like, I don't like to go to Europe because, you know, I yeah. like it's different racing. Like, no, it's because you're not as good as them. So good. it's it's different when it's like, I'm a cat four guy who's a 40 plus masters who loves these gravel races because they're awesome and unique. It's like, that's awesome. Yeah. But if you're not going and doing these races with the UCI because you're a pro and you don't want to now not be in competition for the win, sorry, that's that's how it is. Like, There's probably some of that there too. I mean, it could yeah. be a, just a smorgasbord thing. of a lot yeah. of things going on. So the uh, the the TV coverage of it was terrible. It was on Flow Sports. Yeah, how how do you make so, that? Better so what they did on Flow Sports, it was funny because I watched it yesterday to see how it all shook out. Yeah, and it was. 
it was roughly two hours of footage for a five-hour race. Mm. So two hours of footage for a five-hour race where they skipped the, the boring parts. That's not nearly enough. He at least ate. And there was, <laughs> it, there was no commentary. It no. was oh, are yeah. you serious? I don't know. They I don't know why Flo Sports did that. Did the guy not get? I don't know. <laughs> it was just like on you, all they did was uh, you. It was oh, the motorcycle terrible. following you know just the, the leaders, the and then they would show. It was interesting to see some stuff, but it, it wasn't very good. The women's race uh, ended up being won by Pauline Ferrand Prevo, which is amazing because it was her fourth world championship of the year. Oh, what's her list? What has she, she won? She won mountain bike short track, oh, she's mountain bike gotcha. cross country, gotcha. mountain bike <laughs> a marathon, and uh-huh. the gravel. She won all four of those races, world championship. I think her wow. skill set is off road. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Was she a cyclocross racer too, or just, I think she just does, came from mountain bike? She does mostly mountain bike. She gotcha. doesn't do she much She could do, I'm sure, whatever she yeah. wants, but yeah. But she's found her niche in, in mountain bike. So. And what was something intriguing about her went to you, Lance? Uh, she was on a BMC Caius, the brand new BMC Ooh. gravel race bike. That's why she won. So we just had one come into the lab last week and it was here for about 24 hours before, um, before she bought it, no, yeah, before, it was gone. before it was picked up and I got a chance to ride around the block. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Nice. It, it rides more like a road bike, right? Is that the story it, on that it, one? The geometry feels a little bit more akin to a team machine. So it is yeah. going to feel a little bit more yeah. like that. Um, it obviously can house a much bigger tire, right? I think up yeah. to a 45 mil tire, if I'm not mistaken. I could, See that being a neat bike to be like, yeah, I I use this for like road biking. And then you very well could could just switch out the tires. So could you literally use it for anything? You probably could. It doesn't have the MTT in there, that that micro travel technology that you see in the BMC oars. It's more of a rigid frame and it's going to be built for compliance for riding off road. But it felt really good. Um, The one thing that kind of made me scratch my head and like, I don't think I would want this before I got on the bike was looking at the bars, the bar width on those 37 really centimeters, narrow. super narrow. That's and the aggressive. flare was down to a 42. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this. That's awkward. It's, it's yeah. super narrow. Went out there and rode it. Didn't even think about it. I'm like, that's really weird. Even with me and my janky shoulders, not yeah. a big deal. And then, um, Mike, the person who purchased the bike followed up with me. Hey, how was the first ride? How did it feel? And he's more broad shouldered than I am. And I'm like, how was the bar with? He's like, you know what? That was something that I was concerned about. And he's like, I did a bunch of research and a bunch of people were saying that wasn't going to be an issue. He's like, I went out and rode it and kind of got after a little bit. He's like, it was a non-issue. He's like, I didn't even think about it once. The bike That's was awesome. a rocket ship rode like a dream. Fantastic gonna bike. Be, seems like a good narrow. race choice. It, it's a fantastic race choice. That narrow setup in the front. There's yeah. just one thing that I hate about the bike. Yeah. The price. Oh yeah, it's, it's a twelve thousand dollar bike. It's expensive. Yeah, that's it's super pricey, but it's a it's a beautiful bike. It, I'm surprised really they is. don't have like different tiers of that one. They do. There's that. That's the kind of one one, and I think it goes. I think there's a uh, up from there. <laughs> I think there's something like a, a nine or eighty five hundred dollar option, and then a six thousand dollar option. So there's just six mm. is who I could be talking to. Six option. Yeah. So there's the those are the three bikes. They're spec'd a little bit differently, obviously, but um, yeah, I think yeah. that that's going to be an intriguing bike to ride. Uh, Greg Van Avermaet was also riding the BMC Caius. Yep. He was also on the same race bike. Yeah, there was a few people in the men's race and women's race that were riding yeah. those bikes. So you need, you need a new bike, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> Sell off your Ubers. My wife listens to this. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> 
We Christmas, also had, Christmas list. Put it under the tree. Yeah, it's almost Christmas. Christmas. We also go. had the very first cyclocross World Cup of the season. Oh, um, yeah. That happened in uh, Waterloo, Wisconsin, at the Trek oh, Factory. Yeah, yeah, the Trek yeah. race. Yeah. So, oh, really? Yeah, wow. kind of, kind of fun. Uh, there was a, a C1, like a sub-tier pro race on Friday, and then the the World Cup race on Sunday. And um, in the women's race uh, on Friday, uh, Clara Hansinger went out and won it, going away. Like that kind of doesn't surprise me, actually. I mean, she, she is, like, the her. real deal. She's, yeah. like, big time. Like, we should not be surprised if she wins a race in Europe. Well. I mean, she can – she's s- at that level now. Sunday, it was very dry, um, mm-hmm. no rain, no mud – um, and she ended up seventh, I think, in when because in all the World Cup race. yeah in the world nice. yeah. So like all like That's world huge. championships yeah, yeah. The the world Belgians. champion yeah. and all but the other people but there. Still, I mean, top ten. She's yeah. she was seventh. She's in the conversation yeah, yeah. there. She did great. That race was won by Van Empel, I believe, who's from Belgium. Mm-hmm. Uh, the men were won by uh, I think A the, Belgian. Well, it was <laughs> Ellie Easterbeet. Yeah. A Dutch. I think he's I I think he's Belgian. Okay. Or Dutch. It's Dutch or Belgium. That is the only... There aren't other people that win those races. And then I think Lawrence Week, who is also This Dutch is the equivalent of like cross-country skiing. It's like, who won? Probably a Norwegian. Okay. Okay. Or Sweden. <laughs> crazy. Two choices. Yeah, you have two countries. That is it. So those those races happened as well. So there's lots lots of racing. And that's lots all the racing. racing. Let's move on to no the topic. No triathlon <laughs> racing. This was... Well, we and, he and I haven't Ghana, talked about the The Ghana the hour record was the only thing that I kept basically track of in the cycling world. And I knew I was missing things in the cycling world, but that's because there were way more important things going on. <laughs> One specific thing on an island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Okay, so my... my Let's hear your take. Yeah. My, <laughs> yeah, my take. Give me your hot take. Let's well, go. okay. This is amazing that this woman from... Where is she from? Davis, California. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. I don't even remember her name. It's Chelsea Sodaro. Chelsea Sodaro. She kind of... She was off everybody's radar for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, she wasn't really talked about. She's only done one Ironman race previously ever, which she didn't even win. She Let took the record show that half. I was talking about her. I just want everybody to remember that. You were talking about podcast. her mid-race. Top five. No, I said she was going to be top five. We Nobody have to go back and play the point. Yeah. Go back and play the tape. Yeah, I should <laughs> put her in do. the top five. Please do, because I think in my head I chose her in the top five. Uh, but if that happened so, in reality, okay, I don't so care. <laughs> what, what happened to Daniela Reef? Hey, Ian. She um, did not have a good day. So she biked well, but then she fell apart. I think she, she, okay, so she's always going to bike well. She was with people for longer than I thought she was going to be. So she, like, really, like, um, uh, really, really did not move to the field as quickly as I thought and she was going to, and had to make you a and move I both said like, she didn't look good, no. and then she just kind of fell she, apart. Yeah, we were on the bike. She was as on the soon bike. As the and run she was, started. You knew it was yeah. not going to be good. She was on the bike, and okay. she did well on the bike. It's just that we were both like, uh, she doesn't. And you said something along she the lines look of, she looks. This is going to be like 2019 when she got 13th, yeah. and and she didn't look quite right. But then she moved forward, and she ended up yep. finishing the bike. She finished in first. She finished very gritty still, but then was passed almost immediately. But almost yeah. immediately passed on the run. Lucy looked smooth. So I life. watched part of this, and this was my take watching this. Okay, okay who is this American? I've never heard yep. of her before. Yep. What drug is she taking? <laughs> because I don't even mommy, know. Mommy juice. Yes. So, yeah. She's apparently, a child. Yeah. She, she's got an 18-month-old child. Yeah. But she was a former professional runner. That's where her run speed. And she was not just a former. She was on the Olympic side. So, so yeah. she was. And she ran a 251 very marathon. Very okay. fast runner. That's breeze. ridiculous. Yeah. That's fast. It's, it's not the she course record. She was seconds off of Miranda yeah. Carfrey. Seconds. Yeah. 
And this is, she's going to just get faster and faster because she's she? only been, she's like 30, I want to say. I don't know. But hmm. what's interesting She's is only been racing since like 2018. When she was so. doing this close to course record, did you see how much she was stopping? Yeah. Like if she wanted that course record, it was hers. Yeah. She was just like, I got to be safe. I got to be yeah. safe. That was like a safety run. Yeah. yeah. Like she was taking her time at the last few aid stations. It was like, she was like she mile, just mile to go and she just like stopped at an aid station. Tell Pouring me about your family. You know, yeah. I mean, she was taking her time <laughs> out there. She won by like eight minutes. Yeah. Right? Yes. Well, and that, well, it might, I don't know if it was four or eight, but like it was still, I mean, it was at the point where she was hearing time checks and she knew she had won it as long as she didn't have any sort of major yeah, cramping, whatever problem. And so that's why she was just taking her time at those aid stations, or at least yep. that's the way it appeared to me. And the, and the, the women's and men men's race had a very similar <clears throat> second and third place situation where Lucy Charles through that whole back end of the half marathon yep. to finish is getting run down by Annie hog who prior to Chelsea Sadar winning this race was the best runner, was the best runner. And yep. I'm a, and is just built for Kona. She's tiny, she dissipates heat very well and runs like a freaking machine. She, she knows how to do Annie it. Annie Hogg is a machine. So, like Sidaro <laughs> doesn't look like a runner. No, she's kind of tall. Her, her, her form a, doesn't look yeah, uh, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Two fifty one. I mean, I'm I'm gonna shut up now. But also, but also, I think well, I think her I think her PR five k is like what like fifteen flat or something like that. So she flies on the track. She's she's, she's built like a tracker. I mean, she she runs very well. Nobody looks that good running an Ironman, in my opinion, though. So it's like no, exactly. Like 12, like, it's like I mean, as Lance knows, it's like by you mile watch, fourteen, somebody's like, hey man, you know. Watch your form. You're like, I'm trying to move right yeah, now. Okay. Shut up. I can't <laughs> exactly. even walk anymore. You're like, I can't gonna, even, I can't even grab this water bottle right now. I'm that tired. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to yeah. walk until exactly. I start to pass out yeah. and then I'm going to sit down. I just yeah. wet myself again. Yeah. <laughs> but thanks for, exactly. thanks for telling me to keep my arm positions. Your right heel. It's flicking a little bit. <laughs> Fix that. You're like, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, I just poop my pants, yeah. <laughs> but I'll make sure that that I'll form, make sure, yeah. I'll make sure my form comes make sure together. My right arm's not you guys kind of rode off Lucy Charles saying that this wasn't going to be. We did. Your, I completely we, wrote her off. We both did. That and, was a and I think a mistake. lot of. Was she I think a lot of yeah. people again for the fourth time. It's oh. not. It's not that we were. I. I, I think that but everybody she's, she's who was talking that. about it. It was. She. She was even a little bit surprised yeah. because she was pumped for second place. She. She, she wasn't said, sure if she could make that full run. She, her, she's she said just her, coming back from an injury. She said so. like my goal is like I've already like made it to the starting line. I'm pumped. I got here. Yeah. And then. She, she, got the like she got in the race and she's gonna get out of the water first. Like that's yeah. just the way it is. And she just did she biked well. brave. She biked she ran brave well. all day and then ran great. I mean, yeah. and as she's getting run down by Annie Hogg, I even at that point, for whatever reason, I, I had this instinct where I was like, I don't think Lucy's gonna get caught today. I was like, she's looked great all day. She's like mentally in a good spot right now. And is she you know what? She's gonna come back next year. And yes, Sodaro now is like Don't the one be. to beat on the island because that she shows she can run, but Lucy's going to come Wait. back fit next so year. So here's a question. Is Sadaro just going to be a flash in the pan? She that's gonna be one that's the question. I think, that, I think that's the question. That happens. Yeah. I mean, she's got, happen? a, she's got an 18-month-old baby. Yeah. Does she want to be a Life's mom for a couple years? Life's going to change. Yeah. Definitely. So and, it, she, and she was even mentioned that. she She's like, I mean, the, the amount of stress on just her and the family to win at that level is huge. So She's already figured out how to do it once to be a mom and a yeah, triathlete. Yeah, that's I true. Mean, yeah. And Husband's it, that's a firefighter, a, I think. Yep. Dad was mm-hmm. mom. Mom. Parents that, help. Parents that fam- help. That with, family is an yeah. awesome story. Yeah. That's so like. Just out of curiosity, what, a good what, American what kind story. of a that's paycheck like, is going to come along with this? Everything. I mean, you know, like. 
Olympic Sponsor athletes ships. will go and they'll win a gold medal. She's that's be worth a nothing, but they'll be millionaires after that because she, of all the different she's things. Be this a is so even more. You've yeah. got to ride that wave. I mean, you, yeah. you've obviously figured out how to be a mom to your child still during. Yeah. If she's eighteen months old, you know that this was a, a year long buildup. So from yeah. six yeah. months to eighteen months, she figured it out, right? She did. If she's she got did. some I help think, now and she's got some the, some resources. The tougher part for Chelsea, that's she true. has a really extensive injury history. And this is not me trying to be the the pessimistic no. one because I would if Chelsea Star won the next six Konas, that'd be freaking awesome. That would be which, so which, cool. Here's my thing. That's but the way. That's the way it looks. If you look historically at these athletes that come out of, I'm not P. saying they came out of nowhere. P. Jacobs is the one I'm thinking of. P. Jacobs is yeah. the is a kind of is the big one. He's a yeah. he's not adding to my argument here, but like yeah. <laughs> I, I'm thinking of um, Christy Wellington. Like comes out rookie oh, wins. Never mind. You're going yeah. and then she's just yeah. like oh, and then she wins Dom for the next. Wins. Whatever until she decides to stop. She yeah, she won until she's like, I'm finished. Yeah. I'm I'm out. I'm, she, and she and like then, disappeared off then, the planet. And then she stopped, then Miranda Carver is like, now my turn, I'm gonna win a yeah. bunch. And then Daniel Arif is like, Okay, now I'm gonna win a bunch. So it well, does seem I to think, be a dominance thing. Well, and Daniel Arif was that way too, where I'm like, she comes out, wins she, she didn't win her first one, but she was like she, she was close. so good. And I was yeah. like, that girl that is, you know, wearing a backpack and like, you know, got a regular helmet on. She's yeah. riding like a mountain bike and she gets second. I'm like, she's probably going to win this thing next year once yeah. she figures out how to do triathlon. Right. And yeah. it was like, no problem. Then she dominated for a well, while. Well, that's a scary thing for everybody with Sadaro. She's really only just started long course. She was doing short course for a while. Yeah. I, so I, I don't know if she's a Christy Wellington. I don't get that vibe from her or, yeah. or Daniela Reef type person. So I, I kind of agree with Evan that she may. Not be a flash in the pan, but Lucy's going to win might. one of these at some point. Yeah, maybe at some point she's gotten she four second place. Yeah, she's but her, she's <laughs> never. You not just been. said it, Evan. So she's never winning it. She's never not going to be. I'm going to go and play she, here back all four or five years <laughs> that we've been doing this to tape and say this is why this you is cannot job. win. You need to take out Evan Price. <laughs> I think that. I think that Daniela Rife is not done yet. She just has these ups and downs. She when does. She's on. She's on. She does. I think that. Um, She'll I th- be back. For I a think bit. Lucy. I wouldn't say that she's like guaranteed to win, but she looked good, like basically COVID year, right when there was no yeah. way, f- there's no spot for her to win except for there was like a seventy point three that she won. Let's, let's talk about what matters most here, real okay. quick. Yeah. Besides Chrissy Wellington, who did you legit pick? Me? Yeah. Any Haug. Any Haug? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Good I pick. Picked, I picked Daniel Reef. Who'd you pick? Daniel Reef. Yeah. Yeah. I picked Danny Hogg too. Hey, hey yeah. And we beat you. We beat you. That's all I have to say. Sorry. You guys were the. Well, where'd you put Lucy? Oh, it doesn't matter. It's just your top pick. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Who did you guys pick on the point system? Who did you pick on the guy's side? Listen, none of us had Sadaro. I'm the only one who picked Sadaro to be in the top five. So I feel like that should count for something. If you. We need to play that take because I don't think you did. I picked her to win. I'll go back and listen. And I'm trying to remember. We'll have that. Pretty sure drop. You can, I'll, you'll win a, a sticker. I think I picked a swim, bike, run, r- rinse, repeat sticker. <laughs> to okay, my shirt. we're gonna move to the men because we can talk all day. So yeah. we're gonna move mm-hmm. to the men. My, yeah. I think the biggest stories from the men were the conditions were ideal. Yeah, they were. There was yes. no wind and it wasn't too hot, mm-hmm. and it, so it made for conditions. a very fast day. It was. It it was hot. Well, it's eighty five. It's the island, but it wasn't yeah. ninety five. No, but it got it got the ninety two at one point. I think it's probably it was, hot on the run. Perfect on the bike is kind of the way I, I think, would think, I think about it. No wind on the bike. No wind on the bike. Really rare for the island. Yes, which, which is really fortunate. But that was also the year that Camworth set that bike record. It was very uh, similar conditions. Was it 2018? 2018, Yeah. So I think that's mm-hmm. that's the one the you big story have to for a fast bike. Uh, the next big story was freaking two thirty six marathon. So fast. 
That's so I fast. think, honestly, for me, the story with Sam Laidlow. Sam Laidlow was the story. For me, he I was like, wait, that Sam was second. second. He was second. Okay, so the winner was Bounce Gustav Eiden. All day. But did, the, didn't Sam set a bike record? Yes. I mean, and I didn't Sam see that coming. Beat Cam Werf's bike record. Yeah. Yes. I didn't see that coming no. anywhere. Also, news. Ineos Grenadiers just offered a $5 million contract to Sam Lebo. No, I just made that up. I'm joking. But they should after watching that. <laughs> nah, okay. Probably not. He just does not give me the vibe of like no. this guy. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't pick him. I just wouldn't like if you, if he was racing Cam Worf in any bike race, I just would never pick him. I don't, he's, it's so surprising to me. So he's done so well. My, he's young. My, he's like my 23. My tone on Sam Lebo has changed a lot. Me I too. think I like after him. getting to know his backstory a bit, not that I, kind of roll my eyes now at Sam Long's response to him. But what that, that seemed say? very played up. I'm talking about the PTO stuff where they like went back and forth a little bit, Laylo and Sam Long. I don't know anything about it. Long story. Anyway. Okay. But what? Sam Long story. Sam Laylo talked a little bit of trash. Sam Long took it personally. Just long story. But yeah. But yeah. Sam Long isn't even doing Ironman distance races. Well, well he, he is, but he did. He wasn't in Kona. No, he so, wasn't yeah. in Kona. Laylo yeah. was in Kona and controlled the race. What yeah. happened to Lionel Sanders? I have no idea. Okay, did he so finish? He swam. Okay, he I looked. Here, I looked he at was his like twenty seventh, twenty. Okay, he swam fifty two, which is good for the, him. He, he swam biked, fine. He biked okay. I think his bike was. But the problem with the bike was he came out with a group at fifty two. So there were only two groups in the swim. Basically, there was this group that swam forty eight and the group that swam fifty two, and that was it. There were two groups. Lionel came out in the fifty two group, which is great. Like he's like cool. Four minutes back. This yeah. is a dream for him. This is where I'm He's been like be. eight minutes back in the past. But he let Cam Worf and Joe Skipper go. And yeah. they drug like 15 guys. And Lionel, I don't know what he was thinking. If he was just like, I'm going to race my own race today. Which sounds good in theory until the entire bike pack is up the road now. Yeah. And you're like, well, I stayed within my limited wattage amounts. Cool. But now the race is gone. Like, the I race is up the road. I think he was hurting. I think, think he was so? hurting. I mean, we're I, gonna I, find out. Yeah, yeah. He'll he'll probably I don't know, he'll probably have like a coach change and a, oh, he's got a big Bike plan, change. big big plans to change, make Run everything. Where, where was Christian Blumfeld? Because he was my pick. He okay, so third. great. He was third. He okay. got okay. So he benefits for him. Too, so. Benefits yeah. for him was he got they got out with the front swim pack. Yeah, you oh, do not right. want that guy to get out with the front no. swim pack. He can. No. He's too fast of a bike. He's too fast of a runner. Well, that's yeah. oh, yeah, too fast. well, that's why Sam Laidlow put down so much on the start yeah. of the bike. Is he said in his interview, he was like, I looked back because Sam Laidlow is such a good swimmer. He did some backstroking in the middle of the race to did check where really? everybody was. He said oh, he looked gosh. back and saw the golden sleeve of Christian on his feet, and he was like, Dang it, it's over. Like <laughs> race li- over. Literally in his head, he was like, Well, it's done. <laughs> like, he's, like, he's still he's on like, me. He's like, Well, I didn't drop him, so this is uh, done. What I thought was was telling was when it was about 90 miles into the race and he put this massive surge in on the bike, and it was like, oh, sorry, 90 miles into the bike and he put that massive surge in. I thought and he that put was, the hurt on the Norwegians. I thought that him. I thought that was laid four low. minutes into him. I thought that was laid low saying, I know I'm going to lose this. I me just too. want to bike fast. Me too. But this is why I think he used the story of the day is he throws in that surge, jumps off the bike, and all of a sudden is just running 6'10 pace. And then you're checking it at miles six, seven, eight. He he's still running that pace. Where's Laidlaw from? France. Uh, France? Yeah. Okay. French kid. But he, yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm like, he's French, but I like him. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's where I'm he's at. So, that's where I'm at. Okay. He's, um, he's like Al Philippe. Fair. He's like Al Philippe. He's like, why do I like this guy? I, should. I mean, yeah, I, smiles I, and laughs and he's, he's just like, jerk. like He's like, I've been doing, I've been 
working on triathlon since I was four years old and this, my dreams finally came true. And you're just like, yes, I love you. Like he's just a, he he has, but he was like that last year too. He has, it was like, this is my first time in Kona and this is, I'm living my dream. So So you just like him. There's a story around a ring that he wears. So Mm. I don't know the whole story and I'm not going to tell it all until I actually know what's, what's what's going on. Which is never, um, I am not sure. I I believe his mother passed when he was younger. Mm. Um, his dad has been his coach his entire life. His dad also like took out multiple loans to allow him to do it. Not a wealthy family at all. Wow. Very lower middle class French family. Did this, not know that. This kid has been training as a triathlete since he was five years old. Oh, Actually wow. training since he was five. They melted down his mom's jewelry into a ring that he wore. He wears while he's racing. And it has inscribed on it because he's watched Kona every year with his dad. And his dad said, you're going to go to Kona one day. He inscribed the like latitude, longitude of the start oh. of Kona on this ring. I believe I could. I believe his mother's past. This is her melted down jewelry. It's this crazy. is crazy. So when you watch the finish, he like kisses that ring, like points, and it's like this real emotional, like moment. You see that guy go from like stone cold to like real emotional, oh, real quick. Cool. I think he was pretty pumped last year. I'm cheering for be, this guy to, to win there. Kona every year. And Me I too. love the Norwegians. I love watching Eden win. Yeah. Eden's, Eden's like the most fun guy he, in the sport, but so I want to see guy, Sam Lalo win this race from the front one day. Just lead well, all day. And win. Okay. He picked an unfortunate time in the world of triathlon to come to the front because the Norwegians just it's dominate. Norwegians. I mean, Sam just set the, he just beat Jan Frodeno's course record by like yeah. five minutes and lost. Yeah. That's, I mean, I mean, could you imagine if you told Sam Lalo, Hey, tomorrow you're going to beat Jan Frodeno's record by like minutes. You'd be like, Oh, I got it back. I just won. It's like, Nope, sorry. You're going to sorry. You got, you got two Norwegians chasing you down. And one of them ran two thirty six on this course. <laughs> All right. So let's go back to this one. Who did you guys pick again? Want to remind everybody? Uh, Me and Lance were wrong. I, so. picked, I picked Eden to win. That was and right. And I picked right. Blumenfeld to get second. And for third, Lionel Sanders. Kind of missed out on that one. But, I mean. Uh, That's okay, because I picked Braden Curry to be somewhere in there. And yeah, what happened to him? finish. Wait, who'd you pick to win? Christian? Braden Curry got second. I picked Christian. Yeah. So did I. Who did you pick? Eden. Yeah, oh. You Eden. Yep. I'm sorry, Jake. I let you down. So the only constant here is that I got nothing right, except for Sodaro. That we have to go back to the tapes for <laughs> to verify. We don't. We didn't even have to go back and verify. Oh, no, no. We just uh, know. I had I had Joe Skipper in my top five too. Did you pick him? So I think, I so right. I think I win. Oh, I put off um, of my point system. I just came up. With. <laughs> if you get any, if you get your fifth place, people in that's. The I think I think it goes reverse order. So reverse I got order. five points for uh, fifth place. Yeah. I think I put Becca Guard in my top five. Yeah, he also had and a terrible maybe Ditlev. I might have put him in my five. Ditlev had a good day, but he got a penalty. Yeah, yeah, which he was did. a dumb he, penalty. Do you, do you see what happens, Jake? Look at what I even came in today no, saying no, I'm no, not. Lance, they took over again. It took over. The triathlon again. takeover. I was, didn't want to talk about triathlon all thing, and we still talk. We should, we should no. save whatever topic we've got. We should just save for next week. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I knew that when I come came here in the middle, my my plan was to just <laughs> dive over. bomb the podcast and <laughs> straight into a talk about straight Sam. Laidlow. I couldn't do it by myself. <laughs> Sam Laidlow podcast. <laughs> I need to ask if Sam Laidlow can come on the podcast. I would oh, love to interview that. He would kid. be fantastic. Yeah. All right, we're an hour into this thing. We uh, we good with the backpedaling? Yeah. <laughs> Are we done with the backpedal? Back, not backpedal. No. I'm sorry. The, we're the done. lead out news. We're thing. done with lead out news. We yes. should probably just call it. We Jake. should wrap it because they have <laughs> you guys have meetings. Anything else you guys want to talk about that's not triathlon related? Yeah, I mean, Bueller. 
We triathlon. There's a lot more triathlon news. Felipe Ogana's arrow position. Oh man, <laughs> let's make this the most niche podcast. No. <laughs> Just his cockpit alone, if I'm not mistaken, was something like oh, eight thousand dollar custom, yeah, all three D printed, three D print. Yeah. But did you hear the the rule for it to be a record? All of that has all everything on him has to be uh, commercially available. Oh, so they'll yeah. just sell yeah. it. So you can buy that that's bike. Why it's, that's why it's $15,000. Oh, wow. no you can go and buy that Pinarello bike. Now, I have no clue what the price tag is on that. We talked I, about this, but the, the collective bike metal. was about the collective bike was about $50,000. Yeah. 50 grand. You can buy that. Okay, that over under 5 people in the world who buy that bike. Oh, way over. You think so? Really? Yeah, there's Probably so many people out there. Just, they've got problems, yeah. money problems, too exactly. much of it. Yeah, they'll just buy something just to put up and on they'll the wall. Never ride it. <laughs> they'll, they'll never ride in a million days. The, <laughs> the bike shops in downtown San Francisco would put their most blingy, most expensive bike up in the window because yeah. they knew if Robin Williams walked by, he would He'd walk in it. and buy it. That's smart. Regardless. Also, I love that Robin Williams loves cycling that much. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> when they went into his garage, he had yeah. over a hundred bikes in his That's garage. So awesome. They That's up, the best obsession they, ever. <laughs> they auctioned them all off for like live strong or something. Yeah. Some something that was good. We need some more Robin Williams. We do. We do. Yeah. We need we need more guys like that that just love the Tour de France for whatever reason. (laughs) It's just great. All right. Well, we were talking about doing a little bit of a um, uh, hot seat here. Is there a question that either? Oh, a super spicy five minute question. Yeah, we can just do a one one. Do you guys have time? Don't you have a meeting right now? You're seven minutes late. We got a few minutes for we 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 blocked out an hour. I don't think it's going to take an hour to do. We got three. We we got three to four minutes. Second section of hot seat here. (laughs) Go, Matt. Matt, did you have a question that was? Sure. Bounce it around your head? No, but it doesn't matter. Go ahead, throw one out uh, New Wahoo Rome. Is that something you guys are interested in? You guys all no. ride Wahoo. I'm the only one that, I don't know what I ride, but you guys all ride Wahoo computers. Yes. Rome, you're interested in it? I, you pick one up? I'm not going to pick one up because I have the Bolt V2 Which is, and, and all the good software updates that are coming, coming with the Rome are also going to be available on the Rome V2. Or on so the, the bolt, the bigger, too. the cool. bigger screen, the extra battery life that doesn't get it's, it that, doesn't tickle that, your fancy. No, it doesn't. Yeah, I don't it need does any extra not weight. tickle your fancy. It does not. <laughs> I don't need. I I don't want to ride for more than five hours. Anyway, seventeen hours. Where I'm not going to so, ride for more than five hours, yeah. so I'm not going to need that. It's yeah. a seventeen-hour battery life. Cool. Yeah, seventeen. Yeah. yeah, I don't ever ride longer than six hours. Jake, would you pick, would you pick one <laughs> yeah. up? Would you? I don't know. I don't see anything that differentiates it from the bolt, and I like the size of the bolt. I don't dislike the size of the Rome. I just mm-hmm. don't need a computer that's that big. It's, I mean, it's going to be a little bit heavier. I think at the end of the day, it's not that big of a deal. I've already got 15 other things strapped to my bike as it is when I go out for a bike ride, but I don't need, I don't think I need it. I tell you, if I was, if I was riding with a Rome right now and I didn't want to go to a Bolt, I would absolutely upgrade to the new version of the Rome. I would get the new one. If I liked yeah. that size of computer, yeah. I would go to it. Because well, you've had, you've had the old Rome. Like, you've had all of these computers, yep, sort it, of. It got, it got retired to my wife because her eyes aren't good and she could yeah, see yeah. the bigger screen. That's, That's my only thing with yeah. it, too, is, I, I mean, my... My eyes are rough, so the, the bigger screen would be a little bit better, but I, I, I can see the... I mean, when Bolt. you're riding hard, I only really want two data screens. It's power You don't time. care. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if you look at Jake's computer, he's got 10 up. I can't yeah. read oh, anything God, no. on his I, computer. I really couldn't read any... Yeah, I couldn't read any of that. Same all the other fine. thing is, I think <laughs> if you are navigating on the bike computer, if you're really doing a lot of navigation stuff, having the extra screen real estate is going to give you a little bit Does more detail. Yeah, that is yeah. nice. I have a sneaking suspicion they've got some stuff up their sleeve in terms of some software things that we'll see roll out. 
I haven't heard of anything yet. I don't know of anything yet. I just have this like gut feeling that they're going to have to come up with a way to differentiate. And I'm thinking that there's going to be some stuff that's going to come out that's going to be native to just that particular unit that might want to drive people I to go to. I disagree with you. Disagree with me, yes. huh? So do I. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. For those guys, when you're writing software, it's so much easier to write one block of software that applies to two devices, right? And so from a pure development standpoint, it just makes more sense to be like, oh, are we writing software for two different devices? You need like two teams of developers. Sure. Versus like, oh, we're writing the software for one one device now and the software works on all these other devices. My guess is that's going to be easier for those guys. So that's stuff like the, all this stuff is actually still being worked on. It's not even out yet. So they have this hill climbing feature. Yes. Doesn't exist yet. Summit, yeah. And yeah. then they have a new we need feature. That. We need that. Like need it's that. overdue. It's overdue. By a lot. For Wahoo. By years. Yes. We need it. Yeah. Yes. You are not worried about it. <laughs> Everyone else wants just, Everybody who's, just, who's needs ridden it. a Garmin and has Climb Pro on it or, or Hammerhead that has their climber feature. Yeah. You you it's just you miss that piece. Yeah. Here's the thing is Is it that fun? It's it's a nice feature to have in for if, pacing purposes. It's there's fantastic. just the Strava segment stuff you can pull up, right? Well in, no, there is no, Strava it segments. tells you exactly I, I'm on a I'm on a route. Okay. This climb I'm on. Yeah. Is one point three four miles long. Oh, that is you're, nice. And then it'll you be like have, you're on an eighteen percent grade right now, and then up here it's a ten percent grade, and then next it's an eighteen oh, percent grade. Nice. It shows you all the okay. details, and and, and it counts down how much that's distance cool. you have, and, so you okay. know how long the climb is. And that's then the, cool. here's the thing that I think it's not like we need this feature. Wahoo needs this feature because yep. the, everyone else has it, yeah. and what, they're the what are they odd duck. It? Climb Pro Summit. and uh, Summit. Summit. Summit okay. segments. And here's yeah. one more right. thing that you guys didn't talk about. If you're doing a route or a race, you can upload that in there, and it'll say you're on climb number one of 11. Yes. So you yeah, just, it, it goes oh, to help cool. you pace. So like you get to each climb, you have a really good idea of how it's going to pan out <laughs> and then how hard you need to go. What am I going to write on my top tube, though? Because mm. as we all know, that's what all the pros do is they put <laughs> in that little piece of paper and they just write on their top tube. And the <laughs> other feature that is new that they're still not out with yet is this feature where you can actually um, show up with your writing buddies and distribute a route from computer to computer, yes, which actually I don't know what they're calling that either. Oh, that's but that's pretty cool. cool. Share it right to your computer. Yeah. David would yeah. like that because yes. I just have to ask him where we're going every single time. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a nice feature. <laughs> and nice feature. again, that's another, all those features are coming to the Bolt. I haven't had a V2. chance. To, I don't know about Volt, v, Bolt V1. I just don't know. Yeah, I haven't had a chance okay. to compare the, the V2 to the, the Rome 2. Is the processor different? Does it have more computing powder or power? No, it's about yeah. the same. Processor looks. It has it more is, memory. It has sixty-four yes. gigabytes of memory. So you're more paying memory. for a bigger screen, more man- memory, and more battery life, and that's a hundred bucks more. Is it a hundred bucks more? Yeah, because it goes from three to four hundred dollars. I feel like a hundred bucks isn't that much. That's of an right, because right? the bolt price went know. up. Yep. Yeah, one hundred dollars difference. So if that is I, worth a hundred dollars to you. That's not a crazy increase, right? Or if you're on the old one, it, it, I, think it's a, I think it's a worthy yeah, upgrade yeah. to go from the version one to the version two, probably. I think that's where you're... Just, uh, here's what I think the line will be. It'll be people that are doing um, like kind of the adventure biking kind of stuff or kind of like uh, overnight or stuff. And they're like, we need the battery. Correct. And we need bike packing. bigger... Bike packing, thank you. Yep. Um, and we need the bigger display because we need directions. Correct. Like that's like, yeah, yeah choose the choose the Rome every day. Yes. I think everyone else, like the Bolt does everything that the Rome does. Yeah. And maybe if your eyesight is off or something like that, that makes sense. But that's probably my, my take on it. I guess I haven't really come to a conclusion yet. This is why I wanted to ask you guys. 
and it's why I wanted to ask you guys for a quick, short, two-minute question. We potentially have a very big wig from Wahoo coming on the podcast in the near future, and so we can ask him all these questions. Yeah. So that will happen. Spoiler. Spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it. I didn't even know that. (laughs) Stay tuned. This is actually going to be, it's a big get for us, so I'm excited about that. Be fun. Um, so cool. we shouldn't trash talk Wahoo. Wahoo's great. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm a fan. No, of we Wahoo. speak truth. You just speak truth. That's what you do. I yeah. like my bolt. I think it's great. But cool. I'm also not somebody who analyzes it by computer too heavily. No, so you're I, happy. You have I, to learn how to I, use I also it by thought computer. the cat eye was just fine, but yeah. then we need you know the cat eye just died off at some point. So do they still make that? Oh yeah, oh, they do. Oh yeah, top seller. Nice. Is it? Are you being sarcastic right now? It's like it's like twenty eight dollars. I know. Yeah, I know, right? I know. Everybody's like, I can't afford a computer. I was like, oh, you can. Great. I have have one for you. Those things have great contrast too. You can see them. You know, that odometer's excellent. Yeah, very consistent. They don't have GPS, is what they don't have. Never needs a link. Oh, so you have to have on the clock here. (laughs) Okay, I think we're just about done with this. We are horrible at being on a clock. (laughs) There's no clock. All right. That okay, we're, 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 we're done. done. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> no, that was a great question. I like that. That was a good one. So we will uh, come back with some other questions. I've, we've got some cool topics coming up, I think. So I think so. Kind of excited about that and some guests that are coming on. Let's do one last thing. Matt Legrand, you're always good at going first. Okay. I have a video. <clears throat> I've got a video. <laughs> you don't uh, say. I posted about the Apple Series 8, I think, last and why I returned it. I've got the Apple Watch Ultra on my wrist today. And that's probably going to be a little while unless I do an unboxing video, which I might. It makes your wrist look too small. My wrist it's looks so small. It's I mean, too big. These Both these watches look are massive. Look at that. That looks ridiculous. I like that uh, Apple Ultra. You like I that know. look? It's nice. Um, so, don't. But I think no, I'm going to do a different bike computer, <laughs> the uh, Trim One Light bike computer. I think right, that video is going to come out first. Yep. So I'll do that video, bike computer, and then maybe the Wahoo Rome bike computer review. And then, you know, quite a few videos on the Ultra, Garmin Endurance 2, a whole bunch of videos coming up. Wow. You better subscribe. <laughs> you better. You better. Click the dinghy bell. Be notified. For notifications when a new video comes <laughs> The dinghy out. bell. Evan Price, one last thing. Uh, I, I have like nothing. Ding. nothing. You have nothing coming up? No. Do you have some weekends when you're home? You're not going anywhere? Yes. Um, okay, cool. my, my little brother's coming into town this next weekend, so I won't even be oh, training nice. as much as I usually do, but good. it'll be fun. You could use a break. We're going a little I know. hike. You're not going to trust us, but no, that's okay. some hiking. That'll be good. I will be coached as is starting of not this Monday today as of next Monday. That so. is big news. Yeah, the entire wheel is going to be just revamped. I'm we joking. need to no, test this. It's going to be very simple. We need to test this swimming like Incus device. I'll tell you about it later. Oh, is this the swimmer correction thingy that you were it's, talking about? Uh, we'll see. No, we I'll be a great beta model for that. Does it, it have floaties on it? Can I use it? You're in. Yes, you're in. Beta tester. <laughs> we need you. We need you. This is how not to swim. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, well, you know, we should talk about Josh's race real quick. That should be one last thing. Here's my, Evan's last one. one Josh last thing. crushed it. Here's my one last thing is that Josh went on to possibly one of the hardest days you can do in Ironman, which is a hot Kona Island against the best in the world. And he had a great bike and did not walk on the run at any point, wow. which is huge because wow. that is, he has always crushed the bike in a good half portion of the run, but that back half of the run, he's always struggled and he's putting it together. So had a great day, like nine 30. Yeah, yeah. Like nine 30. Scott uh-huh. Goodrich, Scott Goodrich got had a the, good day, 11 yep. something. I mean, it's not a PR yep. for him by any means. Who cares? You went to Kona. Went to Kona. Yeah, exactly. Did it. PR Kevin, Kona. it looked like him and Kevin finished together. Like, I'm wondering if, 
thought well, it was cool if they did. Well, I'm just looking at like times and yeah. times of day and Talking things like that. Legends of the Pacific Northwest yep. triathlon community. Exactly. Right Those and two. And then also and I think Josh they, Monda and John Brentson had a really close race against really? each other, which made exciting because that's another fun rivalry in the Pacific Northwest right there. Okay. You know what was crazy about Josh's race, which surprised me? 550 athletes in, in the, the 40, 40 to 44 yep. age group. 550 athletes. Also, I bet in the 40 to 44, if you just looked at gross amount of money spent on bicycles, oh, right. I guarantee yeah. the male 40 to 44 eclipses the pro field, I bet. <laughs> the pro field. The pro not field was only like 30 close. people. It was yeah. only like 30 Well, I'm saying, I'm saying per average, I guarantee okay, the 40 to 44 average. still eclipses still, it. They're like, <laughs> my bike doesn't cost enough yet. What can I add yeah, to this? That, like, it's just... The pros are that like I mean, new head wheel that came out. I bet every guy in the 4044. Like, like there are pros like, oh, yeah, I couldn't like get that wheel for some four, reason. I brought four <laughs> wheels to, to Kona, but I need that one. Yeah, exactly. Like, like Gustav Eden's even like, I couldn't get the wheel. It was sold out for some sold reason. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Lance, one last thing. Uh, the last Trophy Cup cyclocross race of the season happened last night. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, um, that has been a party every single Tuesday night at PIR. It has been a blast. If you did not make it to any of those races, you've got to come next year. It is a lot of fun. So, Better trophy cup or short track? Short track in its heyday. Uh, with a, uh, mm, I, you stumped him. It's pretty. It's a pretty wash. It's it's kind of a wash because four hundred four question not found. Yes, because <laughs> at trophy cup it's dark. It gets dark. Yeah. People are racing in the dark in headlights. All the team tents are up. They have disco lights up and food, and wow. there's music blaring in all these different tents. It is a party. It wow, is, okay. They are fun to be at, so I don't know. I still haven't gone to one of those. Maybe I need to go out there and watch you guys. Yeah, so that will happen Tuesday night, or it happened last Tuesday night. And then this weekend, the second race in the Cyclocross Crusade race is happening at Heron Lakes on Sunday the 16th. Heron Lakes is down by the golf course by PIR, so... It should be a lot of fun. A lot of people should be there. It is right near You're Portland, racing. so I'm racing. Yes. You're going to do the rest of the cyclocross season or what? No, I'm gone for half of it. Okay. Because, you know. You have bigger and better it, things. There's rocks. There's rocks, to, there's rocks to be found. There's rocks to hound. <laughs> Those rocks, they're not going to They're, they're not, not going to hound themselves. They're not going to hound themselves, Matt. <laughs> Those they rocks are not going to be hounded. They're not just going to sit there and wait for you. How? How? <laughs> Rock talk. We always bring it back to Rock Talk. Tune in next week for Rock Talk. <laughs> Jake. Happy Canadian Thanksgiving Day, guys. Oh, yeah. We will be back next week with another one of these. Have a great one, and until then, bye for now. Bye.